Will an e-bike do instead of a car? That's our destination. I'm Fred Fishkin. Joining us from Yuba Bikes is President and Chief Operating Officer Pat Canan. Thanks for joining us, Pat. Thank you. Give us a little background, first of all, about Yuba Bikes. Uh, e-bike companies are proliferating these days. Uh, you're doing things a bit different. We are. The, the founder, um, you know, Ben Sarazen, started the company in 2007. Um, based sort of on an international trip he was on he, in Costa Rica, he saw people using a bicycle to move goods. Um, not riding a bicycle moving goods, but using the wheels of the bike and, and loading it up with stuff and just, you know, moving it along. And I think that sparked sort of a, an interest and a curiosity in, well, how do you make it so that it both carries goods and is rideable? So he created, you know, a bike and, and started to sell it as the way many People get into the bike business, they, they see a niche that's not being served, and they create a product, and they, they bring it in, and then through you know, early adapters, that's probably a term used more in your world than mine, you know, the, they're the folks that, that are the customers, and they provide a tremendous amount of input, and the product evolves quickly. Um, we, I, we got into electric bikes, um, certainly in, I wasn't at the company, but, you know, pretty early on in the process, realizing that there's a real, you know, opportunity for um, moving stuff more easily when, when you have electric assist, but we still sell a, you know, a very strong number of traditional pedal cargo bikes. Um, and now we have a, you know, full range. And while the company started, in Northern California, uh, it it now is we sell more in Europe than we sell in the United States because the the cargo bike market in Europe is a is a much bigger market um, and it's more established. So France is our largest um, market share country, followed by Norway, um, and we have you know we see lots of growth opportunity in Europe. And we see a lot of growth opportunity in North America. And currently, as your viewers are aware, um, we're, we're really hampered by the supply chain. And it's very difficult to get our products um, into the market at, at the rate that consumers want them. Yeah, we're hoping that that uh, will ease in, in the coming months. I guess everybody's hoping that. But uh, I, what is the view from your perspective uh, improving at all or is it worsening? Uh, it's not worsening or uh, the worst part is the unpredictability. And, you know, we're still in a pandemic and, you know, some of the countries that produce a lot of bicycle parts um, have had very severe shutdowns. You know, Vietnam, where we have a lot of frames made, Singapore, where a lot of the components are made are two specific countries that have had very long shutdowns that have affected our product. Um, so we see certain parts of the market come back with um, the, those, like uh, the hub motor e-bikes, which is not something that, that Yuba makes. Uh, we use a center motor. We feel that that's better for, you know, ultimately, you know, carrying cargo. Um, but that, that lower end part of the market is the supply chain is a little bit 
um, shorter because there's a lot more suppliers for that type of a product than there are center motor, you know, really high, higher end, high quality motors, you know, like from Bosch and Shimano, they're the two main suppliers that, that we're involved with. When we talk about cargo bikes, what people need to understand is the cargo can be uh, goods, but they can also be families. So tell us, tell us about the market for what you're doing and, and what these bikes are capable of. So I, you know, interestingly for us, we're, we're very much in, in the, the family consumer part of the market. Um, certainly we have many people that use our bikes for commercial purposes, but um I think partly because Ben has young children, um, he developed some really great accessories that we call add-ons that allow our bikes to really carry up to three children or you know an adult and a child. Um, so there's a lot of different configurations that, that we have available that allow people to use them drop their kids off at school, which is what I read about a lot when consumers contact us, um, saving them time in the line, you know, getting their kids, you know, some, some nice fresh air on their way to school. Um, and, you know, really, I think the most uh, important thing is they get to skip the line. So they're not waiting in a car to drop their children off. They're driving, riding their bike right up and the kids are popping off. So, that's definitely a, a large part of Yuba's market. And we, you know, we care deeply about developing accessories that make it easier to, uh, to carry kids. And then on the way home from school, you know, the, the dad or the mom can, can stop and get groceries for the week. The, the bikes are really practical and, and can absolutely allow families to get rid of uh, a car. And you mentioned the accessories, that versatility is a big part of, of what Yuba does, allowing people to configure the bikes. So give us an idea of what some of the options are and some of the more popular bikes that you have. So um, some of the most popular accessories are um, what we call monkey bars that are, it's a sort of a, a rack that goes around the back of the bikes that uh, depending on the model of bike, you know, the El Mundo or Mundo Lux can carry three kids very easily. The Combi is really better suited for two. So we have um, seats for children. We also have pads for slightly older children. There are, you know, boards where the kids can, can rest their feet. Um, and then they easily convert to being able to carry whatever you want in that sort of fenced in area. Uh, and then we have a model called the supercargo, which uh, is a front loader is the sort of industry term for it so that the cargo space is in the front of the bike. And we, you know, that can be configured to hold up to three smaller children, but two larger children and a tremendous number of people, um, you know, carry their pets in the front loader or our next most uh, popular accessory is we call the bread basket, which is a very large square basket that holds, you know, many, many pounds and, and lots of, um, you know, groceries and things like that, but smaller dogs fit 
really wonderfully in the breadbasket and uh, can see where they're going when they're when their parents, um, dog owners, are, are driving them around. So you have these models out there, and uh, people can choose from the from the website what they're interested in. And then the way you sell the bikes is, is interesting. Tell, tell us about it. Well, we have a network of uh, specialty bicycle retailers um, that, that stock and sell the bikes. And consumers, some consumers, you know, want to buy the bike directly and they want to they have some some mechanical skill and they can buy the bike and bring it right to their house um, or they can choose what retailer what one of our retailers that they want it to be assembled at or we can help find a retailer um, if they want to assemble at a retailer which we really recommend because you know bikes might look simple but you need some technical ability and specific tools to, to do the job well. And with the accessories, can people alter the bikes themselves or do you recommend they go back to a, a, one of the retailers? Well, I mean, some of the accessories are, are really easy to deal with. Others need to be, um, you know, actually assembled onto the bike. So it, it very much depends on, on the consumer's, you know, capability. But we certainly sell, you know, a lot of consumers directly the accessories. Um, but and what happens is a lot of the consumers do a lot of research. I mean, what what we see is it's often a four month process from when someone starts to engage with us until they finally decide what they want and how they want it. And then that's now often delayed further because we don't have what they want when they decide they want it. They have to wait a little bit to get it, but. Many of our bikes are sold through the retailers um, and direct to consumers where they, they've already picked out all of the accessories that they want because they have envisioned how they're going to use this bike, you know, for trips, you know, instead of a car or public transportation. So by the time most people, you know, make the purchase decision, they have a pretty good amount of information about how they're going to use the bike. You mentioned uh, the the huge market that you've developed in in France. Has the pandemic changed attitudes in this country in in a perceptible way for you that people are are looking for this kind of activity, whether it's for transportation or for just a family family togetherness thing? The pandemic is definitely you know especially the beginning of the pandemic when there was no very few cars on the road and people were really at home um a lot of people you know started riding bikes and you know where i live outside philadelphia we saw just kids riding in the street which you know really i grew up in the same neighborhood we did when we were kids but then kids didn't really do that. You know, if they used a bike, they used it with their parents, you know, maybe putting, you know, less than on vacation at somewhere that they were, wasn't part of their transportation or even their fun with their um, friends. It was something they did with their parents. So I think that opened the doors to kids and adults that, hey, this is actually something that um, you can do. It's fun. Uh, and it gets you where you need to go often faster than any other way. Um, 
what we see very tied in is where it's safe to ride, more people ride. So, you know, that adage from the movie, you know, if you build it, they will come. We see direct correlation where there's good bicycle facilities, um, people use the bicycle facilities and they ride their bikes more. And that obviously, you know, reduces carbon emissions. It keeps people healthy. You know, there's a whole lot of secondary benefits that we see from people deciding to use a bike for transportation in addition to recreation. You know, it's, it's a matter of how many trips can you offset by using a bike. And I'm going to misquote the number. I should have had it for this meeting, but um, it's somewhere between three and four hundred miles of riding a bike instead of using a car that offsets the um, carbon emissions from actually building the bike. So and shipping the bike across, you know, wherever it's going to. So that's a, an interesting calculation. And for an e-bike it's about 35 to 45% more than that. So, um, and different companies use different statistics, but that seems to be the, the range. So if I buy a Yuba cargo bike, an electric bike, and, and I ride it 650 miles and don't drive my car those 650 miles, I have neutralized the uh, carbon effect of building that, that bicycle, which I think is pretty cool and people like that. And even though it can be an e-bike, um, you're still pedaling. And so there, there are health aspects to this that, that it's good for you. And you, with our bikes, they're, they're pedal assist. So you actually have to be pedaling. They don't, there's not a, what, a throttle, you know, like you, people know from being on a, on a motorcycle. It's the pedaling uh, kicks the motor in at whatever level of power the consumer wants or the rider wants. So um, it's, it's absolutely exercise. There's no, no question about it. And what, you know, I find, you know, I, my wife and I always ride bikes, right? Especially when we're in Cape May, New Jersey, because it's flat, it's nice, and it's great, and there's no place to park. But we just ride a farther distance. You know, we, we still only have the same amount of time, but in that amount of time, you know, instead of going maybe 10 or 11 miles, we're able to go 20 miles. So it, you're able to get to more spots and, and that's what's fabulous about it. Where does pricing start? Our um, least expensive bike is $1,200. Um, that has been impacted by the, the tariffs that, that most folks are aware of. That bike's made in China. Um, it used to be uh, $1,000, $999. And then we go up to over $8,000. Um, so we're with, with many, many stops uh, in between. Um, so that's, that's where we are. And the average accessory that we sell retails for under $100. And for more info, where is the best place for people to go? Well, I think the best place to start is on our website because there's a tremendous amount of information on there and a way to contact us for information. Also, it shows um, the dealers that, that have the bikes in stock so that, you know, you can go and get a test ride. Um, you know, not, not for sure. We're, you know, we're not everywhere in every town, but, but we do have, we're almost 
all major metropolitan areas. And, you know, test riding can be an important part of the decision making. And I think test riding and talking to people that are in the, what we call the cargo bike lifestyle, it is really the, the best way to make the right decision on the kind of a product that you're going to want. There's not, you know, one thing isn't the best thing for everybody. There, there's, there's different, many different considerations that, and budget's obviously one of them. Terrific. Well, the website is Yuba, Y-U-B-A bikes.com. Pat Canan, thank you so much for taking the time with us. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity to talk about Yuba. Now this. It takes a lot of listening to build a better radio, and that's just what the folks at Sea Crane have done. Bob Crane and his crew, nestled among the rivers and tallest trees in the world in Fortuna, California, have made a habit of listening to their customers. And that's just what they've done in building the CC Skywave SSB, the Swiss Army knife of portable radios. For everyday listening to AM or FM in the yard or patio or on the nightstand, without having to drain a mobile phone battery, it's a great companion. But it is also a companion equipped for NOAA weather information and alerts that can be life-saving. You can listen to FEMA and Coast Guard transmissions, too. Beyond all of that, you can tune into shortwave signals from around the world. It's compact, easy to take with you, and built to last. The CC SkyWave SSB. Click on the link at textonation.com.